1: As he came to the towns of Bethphage and Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he sent two disciples ahead. Go into that village over there, he told them. As you enter it, you will see a young donkey tied there that no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks, Why are you untying that colt? Just say, The Lord needs it. So they went and found the colt, just as Jesus had said. And sure enough, as they were untying it, the owners asked them, why are you untying that colt? And the disciples simply replied, the Lord needs it. So they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their garments over it for him to ride on. As he rode along, the crowd spread out their garments on the road ahead of him. When he reached the place where the road started down the Mount of Olives, all his followers began to shout and sing as they walked along, praising God for all the wonderful miracles they had seen. "'Blessings on the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in highest heaven.' But some of the Pharisees among the crowd said, "'Teacher, rebuke your followers for saying things like that.' He replied, "'If they kept quiet, the stones along the road would burst into cheers.' But as he came closer to Jerusalem, they saw the city ahead, and he began to weep. "'How I wish today that you of all people would understand the way to peace. But now, It is too late, and peace is hidden from your eyes. Before long your enemies will build ramparts against your walls and encircle you and close in on you from every side. They will crush you into the ground, and your children with you. Your enemies will not leave a single stone in place, because you did not recognize it when God visited you. Then Jesus entered the temple, and began to drive out the people selling animals for sacrifices. He said to them, The scriptures declare my temple will be a house of prayer, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. After that, he taught daily in the temple, but the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and other leaders of the people began planning how to kill him.
0: That was our New Testament reading for today. To learn more and better understand these daily Bible readings, join us for Worship at Hope on weekends, where we'll preach on the assigned readings from the previous week, and tune into my weekly podcast, Pastor Mike Drop Live, for a more in-depth discussion of the passages from Scripture that we're reading. Our goal isn't just that you know what the Bible says, but that you'll learn to live it out in daily life. With that in mind, let's continue now with today's Old Testament reading. First
2: Samuel chapter 4, starting at verse 2. The Philistines attacked and defeated the army of Israel, killing 4,000 men. After the battle was over, the troops retreated to their camp, and the elders of Israel asked, Why did the Lord allow us to be defeated by the Philistines? Then they said, Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from Shiloh. If we carry it into battle with us, it will save us from our enemies. So they sent men to Shiloh to bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of Heaven's armies, who is enthroned between the cherubim. Hophni and Phinehas, the sons of Eli, were also there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. When all the Israelites saw the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord coming into the camp, their shout of joy was so loud it made the ground shake. What's going on? the Philistines asked. What's all the shouting about in the Hebrew camp? When they were told it was because the Ark of the Lord had arrived, they panicked. The gods have come into their camp, they cried. This is a disaster. We have never had to face anything like this before. Help! Who can save us from these mighty gods of Israel? They are the same gods who destroyed the Egyptians with plagues when Israel was in the wilderness. Fight as never before, Philistines. If you don't, we will become the Hebrew slaves just as they have been ours. Stand up like men and fight. So the Philistines fought desperately, and Israel was defeated again. The slaughter was great. 30,000 Israelite soldiers died that day. The survivors turned and fled to their tents. The Ark of God was captured, and Hophni and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were killed. A man from the tribe of Benjamin ran from the battlefield and arrived at Shiloh later that same day. He had torn his clothes and put dust on his head to show his grief. Eli was waiting beside the road to hear the news of the battle, for his heart trembled for the safety of the Ark of God. When the messenger arrived and told what had happened, an outcry resounded throughout the town. What is all the noise about? Eli asked. The messenger rushed over to Eli, who was 98 years old and blind. He said to Eli, I have just come from the battlefield. I was there this very day. What happened, my son? Eli demanded. Israel has been defeated by the Philistines, the messenger replied. The people have been slaughtered, and your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, were also killed, and the ark of God has been captured. When the messenger mentioned what had happened to the ark of God, Eli fell backward from his seat beside the gate. He broke his neck and died, for he was old and overweight. He had been Israel's judge for 40 years. Eli's daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was pregnant and near her time of delivery. When she heard that the ark of God had been captured, and that her father-in-law and husband were dead, she went into labor and gave birth. She died in childbirth, but before she passed away, the midwives tried to encourage her. Don't be afraid, they said, you have a baby boy. But she did not answer or pay attention to them. She named the child Ichabod, which means, where is the glory? For she said, Israel's glory is gone. She named him this because the ark of God had been captured and because her father-in-law and husband were dead. Then she said, the glory has departed from Israel for the Ark of God has been captured. 1 Samuel chapter 5 After the Philistines captured the Ark of God, they took it from the battleground at Ebenezer to the town of Ashdod. They carried the Ark of God into the temple of Dagon and placed it beside an idol of Dagon. But when the citizens of Ashdod went to see it the next morning, Dagon had fallen with his face to the ground in front of the Ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and put him in his place again. But the next morning, the same thing happened. Dagon had fallen face down before the Ark of the Lord again. This time, his head and hands were broken off and were lying in the doorway. Only the trunk of his body was left intact. That is why to this day neither the priests of Dagon nor anyone who enters the temple of Dagon in Ashdod will step on its threshold. Then the Lord's heavy hand struck the people of Ashdod and the nearby villages with a plague of tumors. When the people realized what was happening, they cried out, We can't keep the ark of the God of Israel any longer. He is against us. We will all be destroyed along with Dagon, our God. So they called together the rulers of the Philistine towns and asked, What should we do with the ark of the God of Israel? The rulers discussed it and replied, Move it to the town of Gath. So they moved the ark of the God of Israel to Gath. But when the ark arrived at Gath, the Lord's heavy hand fell on its men, young and old. He struck them with a plague of tumors, and there was a great panic. So they sent the Ark of God to the town of Ekron. But when the people of Ekron saw it coming, they cried out, they are bringing the Ark of the God of Israel here to kill us too. The people summoned the Philistine rulers again and begged them, please send the Ark of the God of Israel back to its own country or it will kill us all. For the deadly plague from God had already begun and great fear was sweeping across the town. Those who didn't die were afflicted with tumors, and the cry from the town rose to heaven.
0: That concludes today's readings. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this journey with us through the whole Holy Bible in a year. To more easily find this daily Bible reading podcast, hit the subscribe button. On behalf of all our Bible readers and the whole podcast crew here at Hope, I'm Mike Householder. Tune in again tomorrow, and I hope to see you at Hope for worship this weekend.